The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the show. I am so glad that you are with me today and we will be talking about the sixth most common complaint that people have when they seek a physician and that is anxiety, depression and bipolar issues. And we will spend most of our time in the anxiety and depression issue and a very little bit of time in the bipolar issue. Before I get into that, however, I would like to have everybody connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or YouTube, and there is my website, which is thehealingwhisper.com. I'd also like to encourage everyone to head on over to voiceamerica.tv and check out my show there, which is The Healing Whisper, Marianne's Garden. And it is a gardening show, but it is also a gardening show about mindful gardening, What sorts of things can we learn about ourselves through gardening? And gardening is one of the best ways that uh, we can achieve health. And it doesn't have to be in acres and acres of land. It can be in a small apartment in Manhattan, New York. So check that one out. I'd also like to say this little disclaimer that the show is for educational and informational purposes only. It's not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly the opinion of myself, Dr. Mary Ann Chase. Please, always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any concerns that you may have. Well, this is a particularly excellent time of the year to be talking about issues of anxiety and depression. Something about these holidays, this, this, at least in the United States, Thanksgiving, and then in worldwide people that celebrate Christmas, and then there are the Hanukkah celebrations, and and many, many holidays that happen at this time of the year. And because these holidays tend to be 
holiday surrounding gift giving as well as expressing joy and expressing love for family, it also tends to be the time of the year that has the highest suicide rate and and not even suicide but uh, individuals that are ill and elderly tend to pass away more often during this time of the year. Some people that are especially loving of the holidays this time of the year uh, actually will make it through the holiday and then they will pass. But uh, a lot of times, more often than not, there is more death at this time of the year than other times of the year. And a lot of that is due to the anxiety and the out-and-out depression that becomes an issue for people. And just a, a little statistical thing is that people with anxiety are six times more likely to be hospitalized than individuals that do not suffer, let's just say, chronic anxiety. I personally think that we all have a little anxiety about things now and then. And some individuals suffer with constant anxiety. It is, for them, a way of life. They go to bed at night with anxiety They spend their nights in bed, sometimes usually awake, with anxiety, find themselves needing to take medications to get what is purported as sleep, but uh, not really sleep. Then they get up in the morning and they spend their day in anxiety. Those are the individuals that are six times more likely to be hospitalized. There's really an increased risk for all disease. I said it, all disease when it comes to anxiety, chronic anxiety. And this is something that probably affects at least 50% of the population. Now, this kind of takes into consideration uh, the anxiety that just really goes unreported because sometimes people just don't talk about it. They won't admit it and they don't seek help. And sometimes... With severe anxiety, yes, you do need to seek help. So what is going on with anxiety? Anxiety is essentially just excessive worry. Worry, worry, worry. And we all know somebody who is (laughs) called a worry wart. I'm not sure how that expression came into place to call somebody a worry wart, 
But it, it kind of makes sense in that a wart is something that's not pretty, and worry is not pretty either. And the expression might have come about as something that it, it just rhymes and 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 it works. But anybody, anyway, we all know somebody who is a worry wart, and we've all worried about something at some time or another. And when you really look at it, what is worry but lack of trust? What is anxiety but lack of peace? And when you look at those two things, we can really see why anxiety increases the risk for all disease. So when we look at lack of trust, that affects the reproductive and urinary system. Now, how is worry lack of trust? Let's just say, for example, you're worried that somebody might not do something. Because, well, are you really trusting them that that whatever isn't going to work? Or what about worried about having something bad happen to you? Have you ever been to a party and heard somebody say after something happens, I knew that was going to happen? through their tears or their anger. And my my sarcastic response to somebody who says, I knew that was going to happen, is, well, if you knew it was going to happen, why did you let it happen? And I know that doesn't help anything, but that is my first response. Because when somebody says, I knew that was going to happen, let's just say it's something as simple as spilling a glass of wine on yourself. I knew that was going to happen. By knowing that was going to happen, folks, you've already created it. And didn't you know that by knowing that was going to happen, you were worried about it? And by worrying about something, you actually create the issue. Another example of how worry is lack of trust, I'm just going to bring myself into this picture. Back in the days when I was practicing dentistry, something would negative would happen with a patient, uh, say, say I, I did something mistaken, and a complaint came back to me. And then I would worry about what's going to happen with that complaint. I would lose some sleep over that. And that worrisome thing meant that I did not trust the outcome of the complaint to go in a positive direction. 
I was already worrying and creating in my mind the conversations, the negative conversation. Not the positive one, but the negative one. And it's fairly easy to see how worry, anxiety, by any other name, is a lack of peace. Because when you're anxious about something, when you're worrying about something, you just simply don't have any peace surrounding that something. And the peace category with the healing codes affects your gut. How many of us worry and worry and worry and are anxious about things so much that we Just feel it in our gut. Our stomach hurts. We're in knots in our stomach. And did you know that our gut, our GI system, is really considered a major part of the immune system? And that's why if you have gut problems, your immune system is affected. And if you're spending all this time worrying and anxious about stuff, your immune system is being compromised and you're more likely to get sick, even from something just as simple as a bad cold. But whatever is lurking out there, disease-wise, you're more likely to contract that disease and you're also more likely to contract what is considered chronic diseases and I've said this before and I will continue saying this the disease that you contract whether it's chronic or just acute goes to the weakest part of the body so if you spend a lot of time not trusting, it's going to head into that reproductive and urinary system. Because that immune system is compromised. What is anxiety also? It affects the areas of patients, which uh, I just said is the immune system. You want to get something fixed now. You're worrying about something, so you want to get it fixed now. Do you know anybody who is a fix-it addict? It can be kind of frustrating to know somebody. They're always trying to fix something. That's lack of patience. And granted, folks, we live in a culture, a worldwide culture of instant fixes, instant meals, fast food, instant computers. How fast is my computer going? How fast can I get a hold of somebody? Why didn't they respond to my text like two seconds ago? I sent my text two seconds ago. I should have gotten a response two seconds ago. 
that is our cultural teaching that we are not supposed to have patience. And with a lack of patience, we are also burning up our immune system in many ways other than our gut. Anxiety, as well as depression, affects the joy areas of our life. Now, joy is a very different thing than happiness. Happiness is something that we can choose to be. We can choose to be happy. However, joy is a state of being. And when we lack joy, when we're spending all this time in worry, then that tends to affect our skin, the integument, which also includes like the... the um, tendons do you have a muscular pain thing going on that's really more inflammation of the tendons that my friends is a joy issue then there are several of the other categories that I could go through where anxiety and worry is an issue. I won't spend a lot of time there, but where I will spend more time is in the love category. Now, love affects our endocrine system, and endocrine is our hormones, and everything, everything works through our Hormones. Every disease, chronic disease that we've got going is because of a hormonal imbalance. And it's not just the hormones that are affected by love. Actually, love is the overriding category for everything if you have no love you cannot have joy you cannot have peace patience kindness goodness trust humility and self-control you just simply cannot have that if there is no love and what does love look like Well, first of all, in primary, it looks like loving yourself. If you don't love yourself, you cannot love anything else around you. That is just a simple truth. So, folks, when we come back from the break, I will get into this explanation of love and anxiety. So don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? 
Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandra Bali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. And Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the C. diff Foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Mary Ann Chase, and I am so glad that you have stuck with me. Today, we are talking about the anxiety, depression, and bipolar that is actually very common year-round, but especially at this time of the year, it is extremely common. Anxiety is one of those things that is not a physical representation of a disease, but Anxiety is one of those things that causes physical disease. And as I said earlier, it is six times more likely to be hospitalized. A person is six times more likely to be hospitalized when they have chronic anxiety. And they're at an increased risk for all disease. Well, just before the break, we were talking about love and how love affects every single body part that we have. And what is love but the lack of fear? The opposite of love is fear. And it's very easy, at least it is for me, it's very easy to see how fear and love are opposite. Now, here is a very important distinction when it comes to fear. Lack of fear does not necessarily mean that you have peace. Now, earlier, if you have been listening to the show, I said that peace is the main category or thing that's going on when a person is anxious. And every single category has a fear component. And 
piece's fear component is something like this. It says, I am afraid I will never have peace. If I have peace, bad things will take it away. I am afraid I have upset, you know, just whatever, fill in the blank. I'm afraid I have upset blank, and I will again. Let's just say upset the apple cart. But you know, the lack of fear does not necessarily mean that there is the presence of peace. Maybe you don't have fear about a particular thing. But if you do have fear about a particular thing and you've talked yourself out of that fear, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have peace surrounding that thing. That fear is still embedded. Let's just say a simple thing, well, maybe not so simple, but a thing like fear of flying. It's not uncommon. People are afraid of getting on that airplane and flying wherever. But they force themselves to get on the airplane anyway. They have worked out ways to not feel the fear. But you know what? The fear is still deeply embedded in them. How is that? It is because they have a belief that it is dangerous to fly or a worry about flying. And you know what? It doesn't even matter how they got that belief. I had a very good friend. I have a very good friend that uh, an airplane he was on didn't even have to make an emergency landing. It got to the end of the runway and something happened. I, I think it was a tire blew on it. And to get all the people off the airplane, they deployed those emergency chutes, the, the little airfield slides that you see or that they talk about. And everybody had to go down the slides. Nobody's life was in danger. But that's how they had to evacuate the plane. And he, from that point on, developed a fear of flying. Now, this individual had to fly for his occupation. He had to go places. And having fear of flying was just unacceptable. And he had such worry for days before he had to fly out. So he went through a program that the concept was to teach him that it was okay to fly. And part of the the program was they would get on a mock-up of an airplane and they would feel the takeoff and, and everything being described. And he said from that point on, he felt less fear to fly 
But by the time he got to where he was going, he was exhausted. And he just didn't understand it because he didn't feel the fear when he was flying. But his body was still feeling the fear. And in truth, air travel is safer than traveling in a car. There are more people killed every year by cars and driving than by flying. We just hear about the deaths from flying more. (laughs) So, here's the point, though. He didn't feel fear anymore while he was flying, but he was exhausted when he got where he was going. He was exhausted because his body was in a huge amount of stress during that flight. He had learned how to shut down the fear, but it was still there, deep, deep in his cellular memory. And who knows but what that incident with the blown tire didn't just make a memory surface that he already had. So what do you do to get rid of these negative memories when it comes to anxiety? Well, you have to eliminate that memory. You have to change that memory, that belief, to something positive. And how do you do that? Well, the only way that I know of is through energetic ways of changing that memory. Because that memory is in every single cell of your body. And it can only be changed through energy. And folks, if you're just now joining me in this show, uh, please go back to other previous shows where I explain how this memory is energy and how it can be changed through energy. There are so many ways to change a memory using energetic means. And I I really won't go over them now, but there are many, many ways. And as you probably know, my favorite modality is by using the healing codes. Because we know the healing codes work at a cellular level to eliminate that memory. Now, I've been talking about fear of flying and anxiety surrounding that concept of flying. But what if you have anxiety surrounding something else? It really comes down to the same thing. It comes down to a belief and a memory that is in your cells that has created that belief. And that you know what? That memory can come from anywhere. It can come from something that happened to you as a young child. It can come from something that happened to you even while you were in the uterus as a fetus. It can come from your family memory. 
your parents, your grandparents. Yes, memories can be generational. They can be passed down. It's kind of one of those things that uh, really, really makes that expression, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree, quite true. Because we inherit the memories of our parents and their parents and etc. So now how do you find this memory? Well, the first thing that you need to do, and if you can't write this down now, please come back and listen again so you can write this down. Let's just say you have an anxiety thing going around, going on. And rate the anxiety. And what are you anxious about? That particular thing that you have anxious anxiety about. Rate it in terms of how much it bothers you in a scale of 0 to 10. 10 being really the most painful. Zero like, well, it doesn't bother me. Identify, number two, identify the feelings that you have and really the unhealthy beliefs related to this issue. Now, you may not know what that unhealthy belief is. And sometimes you don't know it until later on, or you may discover that unhealthy belief as you are healing. But identify the feelings. Now, here is step number three. It's it's what we call the memory finder. Think back. If there was another time in your life when you felt the same way, look at your feelings and then look back when you felt the same way. And it doesn't matter if it's the same circumstance. Because our feelings that we develop is our emergency protection. If we are feeling negative about something coming up, something in our history has created that feeling. And it's the feeling, folks, that triggers the anxiety or the depression or whatever. So we're looking for the same kind of feeling. Really, don't do a lot of digging. And especially if you have a PTSD thing going on, it may not be safe to try and find that memory. And let me just say now that seeking the memory out, if it's going to cause more anxiety more depression, more PTSD, then by all means, folks, don't do it. But you can do your energetic healing modality. 
without knowing what that memory is. It just speeds things up a wee bit if you know what that memory was. Take a moment to ask yourself if there was another time in your life when you felt the same way that you're feeling now. It's just a similarity in feeling. And it's, it, again, it's not the circumstances. Go for that earliest memory that suffer, surfaces and focuses, focus on that healing first. You could heal later things, but it's that earliest memory that gives you that feeling. And yes, even if this is a generational memory that you inherited, there will be some time in your childhood that you began that feeling. So you can focus on that memory and begin healing it there. And rate that earlier memory, 0 to 10. Folks, there, there may be others, but look for the strongest and the earliest. What bothers us now, what causes anxiety now, tends to be a problem because it's attached to or triggered by that other unhealed memory. And then you can begin your healing modalities. And with the healing codes, what you do is you simply say a prayer for that memory. A request, if you will. You say that prayer. You say that request and you include that as a request for healing. Folks, when we come back from the break, I'll get into depression and bipolar. So don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. 
If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I am so glad that you have stuck with me. Today we are talking about anxiety, depression, and bipolar. I spent the first two-thirds of this show talking about anxiety and how it is related to lack of peace and trust and mostly love and how the lack of fear doesn't necessarily mean the presence of peace. So folks, when you have peace, when you have eliminated the fear, truly eliminated the fear, you will have peace. Just not buried the fear. Now, let's talk a wee bit about depression and bipolar. Depression is really quite a problem in today's society. And I see it as two issues. There is the issue of somebody going to their doctor and saying, I'm depressed, I'm low. And they may not be really clinically depressed, They're just not having some good times, and they tend to be thrown on medications. As as well for anxiety, tend to be put on all sorts of medications. Now, I'm not against medications. They are very handy for certain times. What I am against is the overuse of certain medications. And one of the medications that is way overused are the antidepressants. And in fact, some antidepressants are quite dangerous. And especially if they are being given to certain individuals that uh, are a certain age, it can lead to violent activities towards other people, but most likely towards themselves. And the general consensus in the world of, of, shall we say, alternative treatments is that antidepressants do not work. And in my opinion, energy medicine does work. Anybody who has been following the healing codes knows that they came about really as the result of depression. Dr. Alex Lloyd, who discovered the healing codes, his wife was severely depressed, and they had tried everything. And he was brought to a desperation point with her, and the healing codes were given to him. 
You'll have to read the book to get the whole story. Suffice it to say that the healing codes were developed out of a need to treat and eliminate depression. And let's just say that then the other uses of the healing codes for other physical problems came about. And let's also say that Dr. Lloyd's wife no longer suffers from depression. And here is what I would like to say about depression. It covers all of the categories. And it doesn't matter if you have a depression that manifests as a certain feeling over somebody else who manifests as a different type of feeling because that other person that is suffering with depression may have a real issue in the kindness category. Whereas if you're suffering, you may have a real issue in the humility category. How do you find out which category you're dealing with? Well, it comes down to that memory finder again. In the second third of the show, I talked about using a memory finder. Just thinking back when you felt that way for the first time, what were the circumstances? It may be entirely different than the circumstances that is triggering your depression now. And again, it's not entirely important. Just do the healing modality that you have chosen, the energy healing modality you have chosen. Just do it. And that can be very difficult, I know. Because sometimes your body is telling you, don't heal. I don't want to get better. I'm happy where I am because change, folks, can be dangerous. Illogically, yes, but that's the way it is sometimes. Just get started. And if you need somebody to come alongside to say, let's do healing codes together, let's do EFT, let's do tapping, let's do whatever to come along beside you and encourage you and be with you, then let's do it that way. I'd also like to say a little bit of a bit about bipolar. It is a form of depression, and it's not really clear as to what causes bipolar. But there are times when the person who is suffering with a bipolar issue, they are just manic. 
they're so hyper they they almost are screaming manic and then they hit the low lows for the person with bipolar it, they're high and then they are low high and low and from what is known about bipolar there there is the thought that there is a a short circuiting as it were in the brain be that as it may if it is a short circuiting in the brain that involve, involves the central nervous system and my show last week was about the central nervous system and problems related to the nervous system. So go back and listen to that. Let's just say that it is a kindness issue about being kind and having been unkind, having other people being unkind to you. It tends to break first in the central nervous system. And there are medications for the person with bipolar that are very effective. Lithium having been one of the first things that was discovered to help with bipolar. And lithium is is actually an element that we need. All of us need lithium in our bodies. And apparently for the bipolar They needed more than others. The real difficulty with the person with bipolar tends to be that they stop taking their medications. Because, well, I feel fine now. I don't need that. And then, boom, they hit the low lows. It is a struggle. And so for the individual with bipolar, they especially need somebody. They especially need the love and someone to come alongside to help them not only do the healing, but enjoy the medications so they don't have those extreme lows because they actually do enjoy the extreme highs. It's a feel-good thing. And I personally, and again, this is just my opinion, I personally believe that through energy medicine, through the healing codes, that a person can actually heal whatever it was that caused the bipolar Let me just leave it at that. Now, we talked about the anxiety mostly, and we talked about how it is involved in the peace category. What I would like to do is give you all some things so that you can do some healing codes for peace. Now, remember, I said the first thing is a prayer or a request. And 
Here is a prayer for you to say. I pray or request that all known and unknown negative images, unhealthy beliefs, destructive cellular memories, and all physical issues related to, if it's anxiety, say anxiety about whatever, whatever it is related to, would be found, open, and healed by filling me with light, life, and love. I also pray that the effectiveness of this healing be increased by 100 times or more and that it be gentle. Then do whatever healing modality. And if you are doing a healing for peace, then you know that uh, with the healing codes that you need to do what we call a truth focus statement. Now, a truth focus statement is something that is true for you. It is not an affirmation. Affirmations can work, but only if it is truth for you. So let's give you some of these Truth focus statements. The peace that comes from God is beyond understanding. Or try this one. My goal is to feel inner peace. How about I choose to enjoy the present and trust that the future will unfold as it should. Folks, that brings in quite a bit. That brings in joy, that brings in trust, and that brings in patience. It is safe to release the past and live fully in the present. When you're healing past memories, that's what you're doing, is you're releasing the past. And you want to start living in the present. Do your healing codes while you are saying these truth focus statements. And if you don't know how to say a truth focus statement or if it just nothing seems to come for you, then hold what we call a love picture. And that is something that you consider love. And like I said before, just do it. And especially this time of the year, you might need to find yourself doing it more. Well, it has come time for the end of the show. And as always, I would like to remind everybody that these issues are issues of our heart. Not that beating heart, but the I love you with all my heart heart. And as the very wise King Solomon said, above all else, guard your heart, for everything that you do flows from it. And so until next time, I want to wish everybody happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, or whatever you celebrate at this time of the year. 
But above all, I wish you peace. Blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Thank you.